Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get started. This is Sam, your host of She Needs Grit Podcast, and I am here today to tell you something really cool. This is episode number 45. Can you believe it? 45 weeks of She Needs Grit Podcast available in your ears, some of them available on YouTube if you want them for your eyeballs too. I am really excited about the fact that this project This podcast baby of mine is something that has existed since November 2nd, and we are in episode 45. So thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for supporting me, leaving reviews, sharing the podcast with your friends, and just believing in me and my ability to help you create profit in your business. This is a labor of absolute love. I Part of the best part of my week by far is recording podcasts. So I just wanted to thank you today for helping me get to episode 45 and encouraging you to stick around for the next 45 because I know that they're going to be just amazing. So today, speaking of episode 45, I want to talk to you in this episode a little bit about rejection and the reality as an entrepreneur that we get told no, right? There are time after time after times that somebody doesn't want our services. Somebody doesn't love what we're doing or what we're putting out. And I want you to really embrace that as a place for growth, as a place for knowledge and data that you can then figure out how to be the person that provides the service or the product people are seeking, right? So this episode is going to give you an opportunity to peek into some of the strategies I like to use in my own business and with my clients to build kind of accepting of rejection and just jump on in to success. So now we know we need to create a really strong way of talking about our price, getting in front of clients, right? Having those conversations enough to create potential clients. Then we get to the point where we have got them saying either yes or no. So if they said yes, great job. We have a new client that is very exciting. We can move on. If they said no, How many of you go back and evaluate why they said no? The one thing to really think about is, are you creating trust in that environment? And it's not always, no's are not always based around trust. They're really not. There's often a huge factor of other things. But a lot of those other things, they found a cheaper competitor, that sort of thing. You can't control that. What you can control is creating trust in that relationship building trust in that engagement, and really trying to talk to the needs that they have 
And the evaluation of determining what was the reason they said no will allow you to move to the next person and create better rapport and better trust with them. You can anticipate, I know that you might consider somebody that has a lower price than I do, right? Here is why a lower priced offer is not necessarily best. You can speak to it before they've even come up with it as an option, but you're coming from a place of educating and you're coming from a place of expertise for the next client. And when you think about every client that you go through, being able to evaluate what you did, what they needed that you didn't provide, and then providing that for the next client and the next and the next, you will increase your sales significantly. Getting a no is really great and how valuable it is to have a no so that you can move past that client. So you want to really evaluate. You want to ask the question, be bold. Don't be afraid when a client says, no, I'm not interested. Ask them why. And coming from a place of, again, very objective, I'm looking to improve my service and be the best possible provider, I would love your feedback, right? Put people at ease to be able to honestly tell you why they chose to go a different route. The next part of this is sales is a skill, so keep practicing. So it should really say keep practicing and keep track of how you're doing. This is another area where I think you can make massive strides in your business and your bottom line of your business. If you start tracking, how does it, how long does it take you to get a client? So if I asked you all right now, what's your conversion rate on clients from cold lead, you get some randos phone number and name, how many of those do you need to close one client? How many times have you gone through that activity of seeing how long it takes you to get a client? How many people do you have to um, work backwards from? So if you've got a goal of generating a certain bottom line in your business this year, have you determined how many clients will give you that bottom line and how many humans you have to talk to to create that number of clients to get that bottom line? Usually where people stop is I need 15 clients to hit my financial goal. But what they don't know is that they need to talk to 150 people to generate 15 clients to hit their financial goal. And once you work that number out, once you look at what does it currently look like for you? And if you don't have these metrics yet, it's okay. You can start tracking it now. But once you have that number determined, then you can start to just compete against yourself. It used to take me 150 people talking to, to get 15 clients. Then you want to go to, okay, could I do it in 140? Could I do it in a hundred? Because all of a sudden, all of those metrics shifting that is what you're going to see here. You're going to see at the beginning your sales ratios are not going to be great. Your closing ratio is going to be 30% or 10% or 5%. But if you're tracking it and you're seeing and you're looking at how do I set my goals in a way that then I can break down how many people do I need to see? If you know you have to see a certain number of people every single week or engage with a certain number of people, the actions that you have to take in your business to create the sales results are very straightforward then it just becomes the math. 
right? So when we look at this, I want you to really think about everybody starts at the beginning. Everybody started at the place of, I have no idea how many people it will take me to get a client, right? We all start there. And then we get to, gosh, it takes me a lot of people to get one client. But if we do our evaluation and track our numbers and do it like it's a game, so we actually do it, you will increase your sales ratios. You will increase then what your profitability is. So here are the things that I want you to take away from this today. I want you to really think about these topics, um, about growing both your grit and then seeing how much it will inevitably grow your sales. So practicing with intent, really looking at what part of your business do you need to get better at? What part of your business are you not consistent in? What are your clients saying no because? Is there something there that you can develop or a product offering you can create? Maybe there's a control there, maybe there's not, but it is worth evaluating those things. I want you to really accept the fear, right? Be bold in your actions despite that queasy feeling in your stomach when you're about to do something that's brand new, that feels really hard, that you're uncomfortable with. I want you to just do it anyway and let fear just ride beside you, hang out for the ride, but not be in charge. Make it a game. Some of the financial tracking in business becomes boring. Spreadsheets are not exciting for most of us. So if you can create yourself a way to track it and feel like you're challenging yourself day in, day out, it makes it more fun, especially when you start to see that you're getting better at those things over time. And you don't get to see that. If we don't celebrate these things and track these things, we kind of don't notice. So it's really worth doing. Welcome failure and evaluate. So go back to the history of your business and think about the failures and think about how far have you come from those days, those first weeks in business, those first months in business, when you were worried that this was a terrible life choice and you needed to go back and get a job immediately, right? How many of us have been in that space only to even more importantly, come out the other end and be like, no, I'm really all in. This is the thing I'm doing with my life now. That's the grit. So I want you to pat yourselves on the back for having that and continue to grow that muscle as you move forward. You are confident before you have sales, right? You are a person who started a business because you knew you had a service or a skill or a product that was amazing or a passion for providing a certain service for people. You were confident in that moment. So I want you to step into that confident place as often as you need to, right? Pretend it's a pair of pants, put on the confidence pants and step into that feeling as often as you need to, even on the days where you've gotten five no's because the no's aren't what make you good at your job. And the no's aren't the confidence. They're just data. They're just data for the rest of the evaluation. Come from a place of service, right? Really, really sell from a place of service. Talk to humans in the world from a place of service. Don't talk to humans in the world from a place of, you maybe could be my client because it will make it awkward. You won't feel good and they'll run away. So that's never going to be very helpful. Make a point of connecting with new eyeballs and track how many eyeballs do you need to connect with 
to hit your goals. Track, track, track. And you know, it sounds like I'm giving you math homework. I kind of am, but we're going to make it a game. So it's going to be slightly less painful. I think that's what our teachers used to say to us in math class too. Okay. And the last thing is on the days where it feels like nothing is working and everything, like nobody wants your product or your service anymore, that your business is basically collapsing. I want you to really think about that microwave popcorn. I want you to realize that everybody pops at a different rate and that you will close clients out of nowhere. They will come out of the woodwork one day and they will say to you like, hey, I've been following you for eight months and I've never commented and I've never engaged and you basically didn't know I was there. I was a stalker and I've, but I've been absorbing everything that you're putting out there into the world. And now I'm ready to do business with you. Those people exist in each one of your networks right now. You just need to remember to keep the door shut and let the popcorn cook and keep up with what you're doing in your business that has worked in the past all of the time, right? Keeping your consistency. That is pretty much it for me. Again, go visit me over on Instagram and you can find all of the places that I exist on the World Wide Web there for sure. So again, thanks for listening to episode 45 and we will talk to you soon.